On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about a new brewery in downtown Orlando. There's a TSA hullabaloo at the airport. And we're playing bingo! 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 bingo. Welcome to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the spilt beer dripping on your microphone, Brendan O'Connor. That's what happens when you come to Wally's and you start <laughs> waving your arms like uh, like a scarecrow in the wind. <laughs> I am a spilly drinker, John. And you knock over some beer on some microphones. <laughs> Here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, including Mills 50, which is where we are today. We are at Wally's tonight. Wally's Mills Avenue Liquors. And we are at Wally's for a specific reason, not because we want strong drinks and cheap PBRs. Because I'll tell you, after last week, I could use a break. (laughs) If you listened to last week's episode, which I hope you did, Uh uh, we uh, we had a good time. We had a lot of fun. I did not realize how hard that sake was going to hit until I was looking at listening to the episode and sending it to the radio station. Don't you think the the shots of whiskey and the beer before the sake had something to do with our, our fun last there week? There is something about Wally's. It's like just, they just like give it to you. Hey, <laughs> we'll give you a beer, but uh, why don't you have a shot, too? Well, All that's right. their new t-shirt, Wally's. Hashtag, we'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're here at Wally's tonight because uh, on Monday, if you're not busy, come hang out because we're doing our first ever Bungalower Bingo. Bungalower Bingo! So we're going to be here from uh, starting at 7 o'clock. We're going to be doing some bingo, having some drink specials, giving away some booze, giving away some prizes. We're going to have a fun time. It is all free. All free. Come and hang out. John's going to be spinning tunes. I am. Because everybody loves when John's slamming down some of his vinyl. I pretty much need to get hired as a DJ by a wedding. (laughs) Didn't someone try to hire you to do an event last time? They did. I love it, John. I love it. Uh, It's going to be fun. We're giving away booze, giving away drinks, and uh, giving away parts of our soul so monday night seven o'clock here at wally's on mills come hang out come play some bingo come have fun and we'll, i'll be talking about like behind the scenes stuff about all the headlines and things that we talk about you're gonna do other things than we do on our show yeah, yeah. we'll tell secrets really things things that you can't air on the radio like opinions and swear words Cusses. we'll probably eh, we'll probably try not to cuss i don't like to swear <laughs> it's not true. Not true. It depends how much sake you've had. It's true. That that was. We should have done an after episode last week. We did. You oh. you you shot video of us <laughs> over at Taco Cheetah. I did. I did. Hey, special thank you to Pepe's Cantina in Winter Park for uh, laying us what laying down some food for us. I don't know what they did to you, but I got food. <laughs> What did you get? You got tacos? I got tacos. I got, I think, a shrimp taco, maybe a fish taco. Like fajita stuff? I think I ate it so fast. I I was so hungry. It was so good. I just inhaled it. Delicious. I'm bringing home some some queso. Can you really bring home queso? I feel like after a while, queso (laughs) turns to just cheese. Uh, (laughs) I'll still eat it. All right. And uh, I'm a little lactose intolerant, which is why I'm going to eat it at home where no one can hear me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, thank you, Pepe's Cantina, uh, filling us up before we do our show. Delicious. We appreciate it. So go check it out. They also have a location 
uh, in downtown on Church Street. Which I also love. And there's another one like I Drive. Really? Yeah, they're I did not know that. All right. Blowing up. Yeah, we don't get over there. Our cars don't go over that way. No, no. They a break down as soon as you hit Kirkman. Yeah. Isn't there like, that's like a Stephen King novel. That's true. <laughs> if you get I do like far. Nile Ethiopian, though. If you get over that way, go there, too. It's oh, good. Oh, I like that, too, with your it's fingers. Good. It's a good spot. John. Brendan. Headlines, top of which is we survived Hurricane Dorian. I did. Yeah, I did, too. Oh, I thought you were Unless a ghost. Unless we're all ghosts. <laughs> I don't know what was up. <laughs> is that yeah. what happened? Am I a ghost? Maybe. Oh, my gosh. So, so yeah, we. I, I think m- most of us survived Hurricane Dorian. There yeah. were a few fatalities, actually, in Central Florida. In Central it or Florida? Not. Yeah. I yeah. There was, Tell me I about it, Sheriff's was, Department. I do, I do work at the Sheriff's Department. I think there was either three or four. They're actually really sad stories. I, I only know one off the top of my head. A gentleman died because he was trimming trees to get ready for Dorian. I did see that. This was out in a coey. Uh, oh, what a way to go. An older man, too. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there were some other ones, too. I don't remember all the other ones, but uh, terrible. But, but tough, man. most of Central Florida went unscathed. Uh, if, uh, if you're not paying attention, the, the hurricane missed us <laughs> and uh, kind of went out to the ocean, and it's heading up the coast right now. I really now. didn't think it was going to turn, John. I was ready. I was I was ready for uh, a big hurricane. Thank you to everyone who followed us along the, on the journey on social. We shared a lot of lists. Like people were helping us. Like here's a restaurant that's still open. If someone needs to go get a taco, here's something that's closed locally that you can't go to. So we had a lot of people. Interacting All I did with was us. watch a movie and go to bed. Is that, that what night? You did? Yeah. At the department or at home? Oh, I didn't. I didn't stay overnight. I was going to oh, stay okay. over the night at the sheriff's office, but it wasn't. It wasn't intense. really bad, so I just went home that night and I watched a movie. Well, there's more coming, so we'll see what happens in the I coming know, weeks. I know. I know. We still got till November, so don't throw away those hurricane supplies yet. Keep your water. Don't throw it out. No. It's still good. And who's buying water? Just fill up your bottles. I bought some water. Did you buy water? I did. I bought some gallons of it. You didn't want to like put it in like your own jars. I do stuff? both. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get the gallons just in case. <laughs> They're only eighty-five cents. I have to admit, I was too lazy to fill up my bathtub. <laughs> I don't have a bathtub. Like I know I'm supposed to. Oh, okay. I only have a shower. I did one thing that I'm. This is awful to say, John. Which is why I'm going to say it. You it never sacrificed a goat and you helped keep the storm over to the yeah, ocean. I painted it over the front door and, and I drank so it, it would, blood. so the storm would pass over me. Uh, we we got we bought sod and put it in our guest room bathroom okay. for the dog if he like to trick him into thinking he's outside so he could go pee. But he never had to use it. So, I have <laughs> so a, you peed on the side. I, <laughs> <laughs> you tested you know, it you out. Have to do it just I, I, I got to see if the pee soaks I up. I got to see here. what happens here. I'm a little mad I didn't get to use it because I was like, <laughs> oh, we're geniuses. So what did you do with the side? It's still there. <laughs> I haven't taken it out of the house yet. Where is it at? In your in shower? In the guest bathroom shower. Just, just leave it in there. Just in there. Just and, leave it in the shower. A shower on it? Why not? On like that'd be kind of fun. Like right? a little carpet in oh, there, an outdoor shower. Uh huh. I'm afraid we'll get like roaches or something under it. Why? Why would you get roaches there? Because they like live in stuff. I don't know. <laughs> or worms. That's all, the, that's all the leftover food you live leave out in your kitchen <laughs> that you get roaches and all my cardboard boxes. No, I think everywhere. it'll be all right. Make it a carpet in your shower. All right. You know what? If John, if Scotty asked me why that sod's still there, I'm going to say John told me I could there you live go. with it. Uh, we had a big story break. Not we, but it was uh, Scott Maxwell shared it the other day. 
And I've kind of been sitting on a story from WMFE. They did something called TSA in Turmoil. It was this in-depth uh, look. It was good. I heard project. one of the episodes, I think. it was Yeah, so it's like a whole series they did on the environment of bullying. Yeah, so there was a TSA agent eh, three months ago. February, yeah. Yeah, six months ago. He, he jumped off the top of the... Kind of where the elevators are. If you're if you're familiar with MCO or the airport, you jump from a, a balcony. There's a hotel there at the Regency. Yeah, and in the airport. Yeah, and so he he killed himself. Yeah, and uh, I, if I remember right, I heard part of the story on WMFE. I think he was from Baltimore area or Washington D.C. and then had moved here. Yeah, he got a transfer here because okay. he wanted to live in Central Florida. I think he wanted to be by Disney. Yeah, and so he got a transfer here, and when he got here. Uh, he just got picked on a lot, but some of his bosses really, really liked him, but some of his coworkers didn't really like him. He was and a big dude, you know, uh, and apparently, and this is this is in the episodes that they that they captured. They called him Lurch, uh, you know, behind his back, but he knew it was happening, and and they were just harsher to him in the management. And so, in his suicide note, it said. Uh, see you in hell to like the, to his managers. It was a sad sad story and I was really surprised. It was a, it was a it was a good story that WMFE did because yeah. uh, they got a lot of people to talk that I didn't think would talk. Like it's hard to get people to talk sometimes. Spectrum News did the first story in April where they it came out that hey, bullying here is an issue uh, and reactionary management pro- uh, behavior and like they they have this thing called the Green Mile, like the, where, where you know every they would march employees where everybody could see them on the way to the manager's office if they really? were in trouble, and everybody called it the Green Mile, and it was part of this uh, system of oppression. You know, even before you even get into the meeting, you know you're in trouble, like you're going to the principal's office. Yes. Uh, so no good. Clear something needs to happen. I don't know what's going to happen there. Hopefully, some sort of review process and it gets fixed i don't know what that looks like but so i've been sitting on that story because i wasn't sure if it was something we'd ever share uh and then scott maxwell just shared this thing about a potential coup that happened so so we should go back before you mention maxwell okay. uh beth Cassab, she wrote yes, the first which story. i did not see this story yeah, so she wrote the first story this is all about a so they have an executive board at the airport is it Kassab or Cassab? uh i think it's Cassab, okay. Cassab. Sorry, sorry uh, it could be either. I, I don't. I, I worked with her. I don't even know. Off potato, the top of my potato. Head. Yes. Anyway, uh, so they have a board there. If you're not familiar, these big organizations have boards. The the high the expressway has the board. Central Florida Expressway. So does the airport. And it's made up of uh, some elected officials: Mayor Demings, Mayor Dyer, and then there's some appointed people too. I believe from. That the, the governor's appoint. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know some of those people because they're appointees. And so this coup, and, and maybe you can explain this, Brendan, this coup has sure. to do with lawyers and who so, they want. And it, it's a little confusing. It is. So let me break it down. Actually, there was another instance where I want to say a couple months ago, one of these appointees, Ron DeSantis appointees, uh, was just trying to get the mayors, both Demings and Dyer, off of the board. Ah. And so he introduced into legislation because this is legislatively like you have to, since it's a they have to have a representative from the county and the city 
on the board. Yes. Since it's a city-owned entity. It is a city-owned entity. That's funny you say that because, I, as I said, I, I, I work at the sheriff's office, but that's a city thing. Yes. Like when things happen at the airport, uh, Orlando PD is the one that handles it. But go ahead. And no, it's important to note. Yeah. Um, so they... What was I trying to say? The, with the board, the coup. The coup. Well, but, oh, but before the coup. So this guy introduced the legislation to get them taken off of the board. Then he pulled it the same day. Scott Maxwell says just because it was so poorly put together and embarrassing, but not before it like raised a lot of eyebrows. Like, why would you try to get the mayor kicked off of his own entity? It doesn't yes. make any sense. Followed by just recently, uh, the there's a lawyer that they have on retainer for the board does all the work for them there the end of their contract is coming up and uh and ra- and so when that happens you have to open up to public bid right which is the normal process for city and county issues or even public issues normally you open it up for bid like you said yeah so but rather than opening it up to public bid these appointees Instead, took it upon themselves to appoint somebody else that they all knew. And in order for that to happen, John, they had to meet outside of board time. Is that what they say they did or they think they might have? It's, it's what you had to do because they know every time that there's a board meeting there for the for the airport, it's televised. Like there's cameras there. Yeah. And so these guys just came in unbeknownst to the mayors and were like, hey, this is happening. We want to hire this other person. Who has no background in, in aviation airport law, law. Yeah, aviation yeah, law yeah. and is in fact a lobbyist for medical marijuana. Yeah. Also, who does great things locally? Apparently, and and, and, and that was, I mean, if you read Maxwell's column, he kind of said column. like she's she's. It's not like she's a bad lawyer. No, it's just that maybe she doesn't have the expertise. And it's in this particular thing. And if it's a city appoint, like this isn't an appointed position. It has to go through a bid process. It has to. And so it's just really interesting to see that level of disregard yeah. for sunshade laws, sun state laws happening to compound uh, everything else that's happening there at the airport. And I, I think I think it's stories like this that that really do show the importance of newspapers because like it's not really a sexy topic and it's a hard one to cover with television because yeah. there's not a lot of action. No. I mean, you got to go to a board meeting. You got to, you got to shoot video. I it to, it's uh, just not fun to watch. And so like, these are the types of things that I think newspapers in particular can do very, very well because they have the patience and the room to write about it. And so uh, those are, I just, I think those are the times when it's important to have a good newspaper in your community. There, yes, and the and kudos also to WMFE. Yes. Oh yeah. No, they for, did a fantastic yeah. job too. Both of them, thumbs up. Love all the work they did. Yeah. Uh, and this is something I just talked about on the Colbert show, uh, John. I wasn't going to talk about it just because on paper it could be really boring, <laughs> but the Parks Department for the City of Orlando has put out a survey. Asking what residents want their parks to look like. I in got the this survey. Did you? Yeah, I, I don't even live in the city, but I guess I'm close <laughs> enough that where they sent it to it me. Out? I will. I just haven't yet. So I was like sitting on it because it's like, oh, this is boring. Who cares? And then I was like, you know what? I care because our parks are kind of boring. So I, I I agree with that to some regard. Some of them. Some of them are. I think there is room for improvement. I think there should just be more parks. <laughs> 
which is what they're trying to do. The city's trying to do when within every like five minutes, five minute walk, ten yeah. minute walk. And I don't think house. every park needs to be this giant, huge park that is no. massive. Like even just like a neighborhood park can be a good thing in your neighborhood. But I don't know if they build them in or, or it could be more than just like a mowed lawn and a couple trees. You know, <laughs> True. like we need more. Um, we need more from that and from our parks. And so it's just a really interesting. I, I made a whole list of like pictures of really cool park spaces and amenities from around the world that we could easily do here. Uh, we we work and live next to all these people next to the amusement parks that design world-class am- amenities all the yeah. time. Why don't we bring them in to help redesign our public spaces? I agree. I agree. It's so a money thing. So if you want to fill out that uh, questionnaire, just go ahead over to bungalore.com and do it. Do it. We need it ASAP. Uh New plans were released for the second Church Street Tower done by Lincoln, Lincoln Properties. So the first one's not even open yet, right? Not even open yet. And that's where SunTrust is moving over to. Uh, it's the one that also has the built-in SunRail station on the bottom Have floor. Have they talked what's going to move into the SunTrust building? Yeah. There's a, a co-working space. There's some sort of... Uh, it's a big building. They need more than just one co-working space. No, no. I think it's pretty much... Like 60, 70% occupied, I think. Really? I don't know. I can't remember. What do you call that? Is it, It's not going to be called the SunTrust building anymore, right? I, mean, I think it's going to be called SunTrust Plaza on Church Street or something. No, I'm saying the old one. The old one's going to have to, yeah. It'll change its naming rights with whoever leaves. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Do you think, uh, we've talked about this before, and maybe this goes again. off on a tangent, is do you, downtown Orlando, how many national companies are based in downtown Orlando. Not enough. That are non-banks. Yeah. Uh, Red Lobster. Okay. Which needs a bigger sign. <laughs> just tiny little just a lobster. a little crustacean like up there. a crayfish. There. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, how do you lure those type of brands and companies that are nationally known to downtown Orlando? And that's the job of, like, the Orlando Economic Partnership, uh, Downtown Orlando Partnership. Yeah, and I'm not saying they're not there. I just don't know of them. They have to make it look sexy, like, sexy enough money-wise, but then also living-wise. Is it cool enough to make you want to move here versus Austin? Yeah. Or San Francisco? Like, what is the difference? That'll be an interesting day to me when we land, like, a big company that says yeah. you know what we're we we're from connecticut we're from new york we're moving to orlando florida and, and I'll, I'll give a little context I'm, here when i lived in alabama there was a huge deal to get the volkswagen uh um factory to move to huntsville and so they had like a big campaign and it was like a I don't know, like a five billion dollar project or something like that it ended up moving to chattanooga which isn't too far from huntsville but it was like a big push that we wanted to get them to our town uh, I just I, I haven't ever really seen that in Orlando like uh, and maybe I've missed it but like has it's there ever been this here. like you don't see it yeah constantly but just not like you don't see it local I don't see the, big companies there might be a lot of small companies no, the that push to get them oh, to yeah, come yeah. here is, yeah. is happening all the time I know the Amazon was kind of a thing but that yeah. was like a that wasn't a reality I've been really, <laughs> really. trying to push them to do um to underwrite like content like ours, obviously. Yes. But because and then push it though to audiences in other cities where those people work and live. Yeah. Like you know, just start proving to them that Orlando's a cool place to live, but like through boosting other people's content. And then it's not like overt 
messaging from the partnership, but it's or from City of Orlando. Hey, we're cool, but it's just like organic, really cool. Yeah, no, I things. agree. I think that's one prong of it. I mean, a lot of it is going to be with tax incentives and and sort of government help with it. But that's another thing. I mean, quality of life is an important thing for your employees. I mean, you can have all the tax incentives you want, but if your employees don't want to move here and you can't get real talent and to move here, it, it's hard. And yeah. I think that's the biggest part because we're battling Florida man imagery, right? Like, it, it, true. You're talking. You are talking to cool, hip, young entrepreneurs that are. If if they have to choose where to have their young families grow up. If you have to choose between Florida man imagery versus Seattle, you know, like that's a tough battle to fight. I agree. And that's the battle that they should be fighting. When you're I talking agree. about visit Florida and visit Orlando, big budgets, maybe not forever, but big budgets now. Like what if we're using that money to not only just market, but then also kind of like improve what's happening here? No, I agree. No, yeah. I agree on that. And, and part of it is you're right. It's imagery. I mean. Everybody probably has this image of Florida, and and don't get me wrong, I mean right. those crazy things happen here. I would argue though, but there's crazy people that live in Texas too. And there so. are, but the issue is you don't see that trending on you Twitter, don't. right? You don't. You uh, don't. Anyway, come back. At, we have to go to break. Come we back do? after the break, and we're going to tell you all about the new brewery that's moving into the Orange County Brewer Space downtown. I'm excited. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. September is National Library Card Sign-Up Month. We're challenging all of you library fans to bring a friend in to get their library card. You'll even have a chance to win a prize pack. Details are on our website. Typing is an underrated skill that can save you precious time, and it's never too late to learn it. Learn how to type is at our Alifea branch on September 12th. Have engaging conversations about some of the greatest records ever pressed with our Album of the Month Club at Orlando Public Library. This month's album is the Beatles' Revolver. The club meets on September 12th. Ages 16 and up are welcome. Learn about these three things and much more at ocls.info or call 407-835-7323. That's ocls.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And uh, we are hanging out at Wally's on on uh, Mills Avenue, having some drinks tonight. Some drinks. Less what? drinks than last week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I kind of want to apologize to everybody. That Then, like, the other part of my brain is like, deal with it. That's real life. <laughs> we had a good time last <laughs> week, I think. I, I think everybody knows we had a great time last week. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, we started at Wally's. Did we even mention that? I don't even know. We were at Tori Tori last week. If you missed our episode, go to uh, Apple Apple Podcast and Google Play. You can re-listen to it. And uh, we were at Tori Tori, and we had a few drinks last week. So much fun. We came to Wally's first. They got us primed. <laughs> we came here to do research for our bingo night that we're going to be hosting next week yes, here at Wally's. Monday. 7 o'clock, Monday, September 9th. Come hang out. Have play some bingo. Win some prizes. So much fun. You don't have to get as plastered as we were before, but it's hard. 
not to do. Come learn about Orlando, and, and we'll be talking bungalower, and just come hang out. See the new renovations that they've put in this place? Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful. perfect chance. If you haven't been to Wally's in a long time, come check it out, and uh, it's totally different than it used to be. So, John, before the break, we were talking about some rumbles in the airport jungles. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were talking about a new 17-story. Ooh, whoa. 28 story, 32 stories. You're, you're just adding floors. It keeps getting bigger. <laughs> 32 story tower uh, with a new hotel unit going to Church Street, taking over that Church Street ballroom property. And now, just like I promised for the break, Motor Works Brewing, straight out of Bradenton, is going to be moving into the uh, just recently vacated Orange County Brewer space. That's great. I mean, I'm glad it didn't take long to find another bar slash brewery to move in there. I not, assume is all long. the stuff still there? Yes. You, really? All of it. All that equipment. That's the guy that owns the building was like a part investor, I think. So okay. I'm sure there's some sort of... That's great. Yeah, that makes no. it a lot easier. Then you probably don't need a lot of time to start brewing beer and getting open. They need a really good anchor tenant in that part of town to get people to move a couple blocks over. I agree. I mean, because you, you start, you're right. There's there's sort of a mass of people that hang out at, what, Central and Orange and Washington. Yeah. But once you start getting past there, you're, you're, there's not too many spaces left to go hang out. It's more parking it, over there, point, too. At some point, that will start creeping towards the courthouse and farther down. Well, we have... Three big apartment complex projects that are going to be happening on that stretch, too, between the courthouse and uh, that church, that right? Yeah, Craft you just Common. need more people. The more people, you're going to get more businesses and more places to hang out and check out. You just, you just got to fill them in. And if you've already got established spots that people are already going to before those places open, you're golden. So when's this place supposed to open? Motorworks you know? Brewing. They're saying there's not much they need to do, just some aesthetic changes inside. Uh, possibly by the end of the month. John. Wow. Yeah. And they, again, they're out of Bradenton. And everyone that I've talked to about this already knows who they are. So apparently it's like a good reputed uh, brewery. Will Will the recess pizza still be there or not? I asked them that and they said they don't know. They do want pizza in there. The equipment's already there. Uh, they don't know the recess pizza guys. It's Orlando Meats. So they hadn't even talked to them by the time that I was on the phone call. That might have changed because I wrote about this about a week ago. All right. Yeah. So let's see how that goes. They are going to be bringing a coffee roaster. So they'll really? be doing coffee roasting on site. Great. Yeah. Uh, I don't want well, I'll, I'll bring it up. We did write about a pop-up dance party thing that's coming to town. I didn't even read this. What no. is it? It's my fault because I didn't share it to Facebook. <laughs> uh, Dance Club 921. So it's a new series of pop-up parties. You can pay for a membership for 99 bucks. It's like a year membership that gets you access to six parties. Or you can just pay 20 bucks a party and it gets you in. Uh, beverages are extra. If you are a member, you can curate the playlist and get in early. Apparently, the two people behind this were just like disillusioned with the club scene in Orlando. They didn't like that. Uh you know, bump and ugly is kind of. I feel like I'm too old for this. I feel like this is for old people. Oh, really? To be honest, I actually think it's like, like 80s, 90s. So where where would the cl the parties be? The fir anywhere. This first one's going to be at East End Market. I want to say like next w week. Uh, I didn't write it down. Okay. <laughs> I hope they do well. I need to. No, I, I hope like they the do. Idea of it. I've wanted to do pop-up parties forever. I want to do a pop-up gay bar. What's the difference between a party and a pop-up party? 
Nothing really. Okay. <laughs> the pop up is that it says that it's it's making you think that there's a series. I would think, right? That's just me. Uh, there's a new photo event space opening. So many of these in Paramore. Wow! Just up the street at 1032 West Robinson Street. Uh, it's they, except they want parties like christenings and wedding showers. So it's like a photo studio. Yeah. Oh, okay. Slash Somebody's event space. Opening their studio there. It's interesting. First of all, come on, guys. It's so close to the other photo event space. Like, give them a little room. <laughs> I'm sure you're very nice. I'm sure you're working very hard. But, like, to another district. Maybe there's, like, a critical mass of, of you people. Can hop. Yeah. That's very nice. I like that. I yeah, like that. yeah. I also like it's interesting to see some of these older warehouses getting some love, especially close to OBT. Um that aren't going to be in There's a lot uses. over there. And they're not all vacant. I mean, no. sometimes they're just not like sexy businesses. They're like some beautiful buildings. shops and roofing stores. I'm like, you know, they're all viable businesses that probably employ Things a lot of need. people. They're, they're making more not, money than I am. Yeah, they're just not fun places. No. I don't. We'll see what happens here. It's called the Chateau, YNS Chateau. Really? That's I don't know what very YNS French. means. Chateau. How about the venue? Can we talk about the venue? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Closing up shop. No. Finally closing. Uh, they're moving out because the yard, which hasn't opened yet, uh, is expanding onto that property. So they're going to knock down the venue, which is on Virginia and Ivanhoe Village. This, that'll be the second phase of the yard at Ivanhoe Village. Yes. Uh, and this is owned and operated by Blue Star. Love she her. opened it, what, seven years ago, six years ago? She's doing a 12 days... Like apocalyptic rehash. Yeah, you only got a few more days left because I think <laughs> September twelfth was the last day, right? It, yes. Okay, so you got a few days. You have a few to catch some really cool events. There's a couple happening this weekend. Every night it's a different best of the venue performance. Done a lot of burlesque there. A lot oh, of yeah. uh, different theater. I'd say is is a good way to explain it. We just saw a great the very the kickoff to this twelve day fest. It's like a mini fringe. Uh, we, we went to it, and it was just really powerful and just uh, interesting use of space, and it was packed. It's probably, I mean, it's one of the few venues in Central Florida, Orlando specific, that kind of goes to that, like, alternative theater and gives a space for maybe somebody local who wants to put on a show. You and name a small theater that's doing productions like them locally. There's, nobody. there's just Who's nobody. Doing it? Yeah, yeah. Doing I, mean, it? She, I mean, she sort of gave people that space over there and i think I, I there was a story in the orlando sentinel that matt palm wrote that was a very oh, yeah, yeah. great tribute and uh scotty campbell was quoted scotty campbell great. actually was the reason they moved in there yeah and so i just think it was a is a great space for that type of theater and it's just not something you see everywhere so i i, I hope it doesn't go away i know it will in that space they're looking for a new home it's just been harder than they thought I, I can I keep imagine lining up cool spots for them. I told them to move over in my neighborhood, <laughs> packing district. There's a great spot downtown, but they just don't. You know, downtown's hard for some people. Yes, uh, she's really hoping for one of the hoods. Come over to packing district. Packing it. Go right next to the standard motorcycle people. They'd probably love you over They'd there. They'd probably give them a little. Spot I think that would be it. a good space for a place like that because it's out of the way. You could probably do some stuff that. You might not be able to get away with in a neighborhood where there's like yeah. like people that live there, but 
I think when you get in those like quote unquote warehouse districts, you can party till late and nobody cares. Canal no Contemporary residence. Art Center in North Edgewater. Oh, I know. Yeah, they do whatever they want. Yeah, they man. do. Yeah, four in the morning. Nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody don't send anybody out there. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I, I just think there's some value in that to take those type of venues out to spaces you might not expect to go. Because I also think it gets people. Uh, it gets people to explore parts of the city that they might not normally go to. I, I consistently, when I walk out or walk out, when I drive out to those places, I'm like, ah, oh, what is this? I've never done exactly. even know what this was. Yeah. Love it. Uh, that space, the new building they're putting, like they're knocking down the venue and then they're going to be building a 16,000 plus square foot development with ground floor, restaurant and retail, and then 24 apartments on the second and third floors. Wow. Looking directly out. At the hideaway. When's all that going to open? Oh, who knows? Like the yard? I'd I like mean, they're eight. getting there. Yeah, just sludging along, man. That's a, big. That one's, it is big. It's a lot of moving pieces. They yeah. just started working on the uh, courtyard properties. So, like, something that's going to be like a shipping container coffee shop thing right out front. Uh, a giant food hall space, two floors. So, it's it's a lot happening. It's great. It is great. It's just so big. Yeah, I mean, if you look at cities like Miami, I mean, they're they're much more compact and dense than we are when it comes to living density. Right. And I don't know, is that the next evolution of Orlando where people start looking at these infill spaces and say, look, we've, we've sort of grown out. Now we need to grow up. Well, I think that's why you're seeing a lot of development headed over to Paramore area. Like, oh, I agree. Actually, we didn't talk about this. This is a 17-story mixed-use development taking over that corner where Hit and Skins and Hopper Bike Share are. Yes. Uh, kind of by the Federal Courthouse. I don't know what street yeah. that is. Up t- is it Livingston or Amelia? No. It's one of them, right? Central? Central, sure. Division and Central. Uh that's huge. The fact that you're going to have, and it's expensive looking. It's something oh, that yeah. would look like Thornton Park. Oh, it's a nice right. building. And they recognize the trend of where that downtown neighborhood is going. Nobody's been looking at those properties, but if you're running out of lots, man, and, and Especially, the west side of I-4. You're right. I, I said this when I moved here. Like, you know, if I had money, I would have bought property over there because you can only go so far west. And still be, or no, east, I'm sorry, right. and still be considered, quote unquote, downtown. And I think that they've hit that point where, all right, we've built over to Thornton Park. And when you start going farther east of Thornton Park, you're kind of out of downtown. And so now you got to say, all right, well, like if we want to live downtown and build stuff downtown, we got to go west. And, and, and then you look at Paramore and Colonial and. Right. and you're like, all College right. Park, it's, it's boarded by million-dollar right properties. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty flat. Uh-huh. We can build up over there. That's right what they're downtown. starting to do. There's already transit lines going out there to service it because of Creative Village. And you're literally five blocks from City Hall. So, I mean, I, I, I think that's the next big thing that way. And it's not a big surprise. I'm not... You know, I don't have a crystal ball here, and I'm telling you the future. I mean, that's really probably what's going to happen. I do, and it says... I don't know. I was gonna. What, what's, <laughs> what do the black balls say when you turn them off? No. Uh, probable. Yeah. <laughs> it's probable. Uh, Faya's Kara just released a, a post about Great Harvest Bread Co. moving into City Tower. Good job, Faya's. The bread company. Super jealous. Are they it's, just making bread or is it sandwiches? Sandwiches and salads and stuff. But like, apparently, it's like a better Panera. Uh, I, I could go for that from the Northeast or something. I've right? never heard of it. 
But so, I'll go. I I like sandwiches. Like a coffee I love shop. Sa- I love sandwiches. It's a big space. City Tower. This is the same space that has uh, greenery, creamery, but it's like the corner edge. Oh, it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was where the University Club is. No, that's okay. Modera. All right. This La- is the other one. See, they're coming so fast. It's hard they to are. keep up. They are. And uh, Sunrail's back after Dorian. Sunrail closed during Dorian. Did but you it's miss it, Brendan? You missed it. No, you were no. like, you know. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, I want to ride Sunrail. I can't wait to ride Sunrail, but I can't because it's the weekend. How's it doing, do you think? I don't know. I don't know, John. We're going to get to the point where we got to start $20,000 a month to uh, sell tickets. Pretty soon, the cities are going to have to start paying for it. Cities taking over. Cities taking it back from their Yeah. Right? It's going to be interesting when that happens. And state legislature just turned down some a big funding mechanism that was on the table that would have made it easier for this city. Uh, man, and, it, and, and if every city along the corridor is expected to pay for their portion, yeah, like DeLand is going to pay for something, right? Like we'll Stanford's going to pay for their... I mean, you see cars there. Don't get me wrong. But I just... I mean, it, part of it's not fair because it's not really my... It's not for me. I live... I live a mile from where I work, so it's, it's not for me. It's for people that live far out and want to come here. So I, I just don't know what it's like in the morning on there. But I just don't know a lot of people that ride it. I know a few. I've used it a couple times if I really didn't want to bike or anything. Yeah. I, like Adding 10-minute bike ride. Well, one day, when I, was, I think I was just so hungover. I was like, I just can't do this. So I like biked to the hospital took my bike on the train and went down to church street <laughs> it would have taken me 15 minutes to survive yeah. but i was like i'm not i can't physically move i will i mean i know i know the criticism is oh we should run at nights and weekends but i mean a weekend would be nice every now and then not even sunday twenty thousand dollars like, is what it costs to charge it for one day really yeah to run it for one day doesn't seem like a ton of money I mean, it's a lot to you and I, but for a it's city. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. I mean, what do you think it costs New York City subway to run one know. day? And I wonder if it has something to do with the the people who, the conductors, there's some, it's different because they're like contract or something. So oh. like you have to, because they don't normally, they're not normally scheduled for weekends. If there's a special event, there's like a contractor fee that it, they have to pay believe that. to get them to come and run that special route. But like, I, I. I might consider hopping on at the uh, hospital downtown and taking it to DeLand on a weekend, but I'm not going to do that on a Tuesday. I, no, I'd love to go to Sanford for a drunk tour. They have some great craft breweries Sanford's there. Sanford's tough because you're a little far from downtown. It's not a close but stop. They, they do the have, work, a, bu- they, yeah, they have yeah. a bus. But yeah. yeah. But like DeLand, I'm sh- I don't even know where the DeLand station is now that I think about it, but if it was close to downtown. I don't know, John. Let's anyway. talk about events. All right. Nobody cares about something. Nobody cares. Uh, you already missed first Fridays at Favo, Faith Arts Village. You All suck. Right. <laughs> Why are you telling everybody? <laughs> are you shaming them? I am. Uh, you might have a couple of minutes left to catch Indiana Jones at the Temple of Doom <laughs> at Lou Gardens. Are you going to see the end of it? If you want to volunteer... You can go join Keep Winter Park Beautiful at Lakes Bell and Wilderness. They're doing a cleanup, picking up litter around the lakes. Super fun. You get breakfast, snacks, T-shirts, and water provided, and all the equipment. Don't wear flip-flops, Karen. Yeah. Come on, lady. Get bit by a snake. 
And Dumb. an alligator. Dumb. Put yeah. on some boots, girl. Stepping on a hypodermic needle out there. <laughs> it's 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at 1051 Lake Bell Drive. Any of these events that you want more information, just type the name into our Google, into our search bar on Bungalore and you'll find it. Uh, did you follow this thing with the Prince of England? No. No? He's dancing ballets at ballet class. Uh, Prince Prince William's son. Okay. So he's oh. dancing ballet and everybody made fun oh, of well, him. Well, not everybody. The woman on the Today Show did. One other people jumped on the you right. know, yeah. horse. Jerks. Horse cart. Uh, there is a free boys ballet class with Philip Broomhead. He's the former principal dancer of Royal Ballet in London. He's here in town on Saturday. And any skill levels, any age is welcome. Uh, 12.30 to 1.30 at the Orlando Ballet office. It's totally free. Totally free. I think that sounds awesome. Go do it. I might do it. Go put on your your uh, your dancing Which, shoes and... I used do to, it. I danced ballet when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, because I couldn't catch a football. <laughs> and my grade three teacher told my parents ballet would help with my hand-eye coordination. Did it? Nope. nope. Turned out I'm a homo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't pitch it, fix it. A repair sh- workshop is <sighs> taking place at the Winter Park Community Center. I have a lawnmower that somebody pitched, and I picked it up. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, you can take it to the Winter Park Community Center, 1 to 4 p.m. Any item you need to be fixed. Or if you have an expertise, you can go there and you can help people with their things. <laughs> totally free. You and I should go pretend like we know how to fix things. And <laughs> be like, yeah, I can fix your alarm clock. And be like, ah, this is, I don't know how to do this one. Let's pitch it. Take it all apart. Well, I'll pitch it. <laughs> here's, here's a gift card. An Amazon gift card. Go, go buy something. Radio Shack and buy, a, bucks. buy an alarm clock. <laughs> Here's a, here's a Sears gift card. And a clue. <laughs> uh, I have something that needs to get welded. I might take it there. Yeah, I don't mess with welding. No. Or, or soldering. I saw you weld. You did well, pretty good. Well, yeah. I was yeah, impressed. It's pretty rough. All right, all right. Uh, the Orlando City Soccer plays Los Angeles, 730 on Saturday. How are we doing on time? We're good. All right. Margarita Crawl taking place it starts at saddle up on 2 p.m on saturday you 2 p.m my gosh can you handle it no no we can handle a late night crawl no. between two spots <laughs> this is five locations it's a drinks though there's a lot of drinks that's true five venues discounted drinks at all venues margaritas margaritas, How many margaritas could you really have apparently a lot yeah. You'll get gut rot though. It's a lot of a like sugar, lime and sugar. Yeah, yeah, that's a hangover I couldn't handle. Oh no! This is for young kids. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to Waitiki Cantina, Sideshow, Poorhouse, The Office, and Dapper Duck. Uh, Emerald City Cabaret is this is the is hosting their Dungeons and Dragons burlesque show <laughs> Saturday night. This so is. I don't even know how all those go together. It's Dungeons like, and Dragons burlesque? Yeah, it's like the nerd burlesque troupe here. Do they dress up like nerds? I get, get all, always a different thing. It could be like Marvel heroes. It could be uh, Game of Thrones characters. Okay. Uh, but this is all Dungeons and Dragons inspired. 
So hold on to your D6 or <laughs> D8 if you're me. <laughs> Call it a day. Is that a dice? Is that a nerd joke? It's a dice. Joke? It's okay. A dice. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the last. Well, they got some Lord of the Rings burlesque. <laughs> I might be there. <laughs> Neuraline Astaroth. Yeah, a lot of elves. Uh, <laughs> all elves. <laughs> no dwarves. <laughs> I keep looking. How much time do you want? I keep talking. Uh, this is one of the last performances that's going to be hosted at the venue before they close on the 12th. So make oh, sure no. you get in there quick. And that's at 9 p.m. Tickets are $20 for Front Row, Splash Zone for Dungeons oh. & Dragons Burlesque, or $18 general admission in the back. Two bucks. You might as well just pay Yeah, get splurge for the Front Row seats. Yeah, man. I want to be like, I want to see the wizard sleeves. Yes. <laughs> I don't uh, know what that means. I don't know either. It sounded great. Uh, the Constant Reader Ball is taking place at Stardust Video. Can we just turn into a nerd podcast? <laughs> If you like balls, but you really love reading, go to this Stephen King-themed party. Oh, that sounds good, actually. Never mind. Take it back. <laughs> Come dress as any Stephen King character to this party. There's a costume contest and Stephen King trivia. Oh. Starts 7.30 p.m. at Stardust Video and Coffee. That's at 1842 East Winter Park Road. And it's free. Who would you dress as? I mean, who would you dress? I mean, like, I think of his characters. They're not really like fantasy characters. They're all regular people, aren't they? Or most of them are. No, like yeah. uh, Jack Torrance, Dark and Tower people. And, all right, uh, someone, one of the twins from. All right, but they're still dressed like normal people. From, it's not what's like they the have hotel like, one with with, with Jack the breaks through the door. You could be Jack broken through a door. Do like all a right. cardboard door. All right, like, that's not a bad your idea. Face is all right. That's a good idea. That's all a right. good one. That's yeah, a good I'll one. give you that one. Or a topiary. Uh, oh, man, right. I'm really good at this. All right. I'd be a great topiary. Maybe you should go. I'll do a topiary, and then I'll have, like, my, my shoes will look like pots, little flower okay. pots. Right? <laughs> all right. I've read a few, so all right, maybe we, maybe we go. We should probably wrap it up, though. Uh, okay, the Pulp Music Festival is taking place at Will's, Grumpy's, and Uncle Lou's this Sunday, 1 p.m. to midnight, 25 bucks. Three stages, live music, super fun. And then Ace Cafe is hosting their Yacht Rock Brunch Party Sunday brunch offerings to the tunes of Sailor Jerry playing Hollow Notes, Journey, Pablo Cruz, Kenny Loggins, Air Supply, blah, 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 blah. All right. Well, come to Wally's on Monday because we're doing bingo. Bingo. We'll That's see it. you guys next week. Bye. Bye.